The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I'd like to tell you a short story that happened four years ago here in Flatbush. Ornava was running a program in the Catskills where every Mutzi Shabbos during the summer we would rent out the bowling alley in Kayamisha Lanes from 11 o'clock Mutzi Shabbos till 3 in the morning. Because the year before was a very, very tough year. And as some of the people in this room know, there were all types of parties and all types of going-ons between girls and boys in the Catskills. The cost of running this program was $36,000. It was the most expensive time that the bowling alley has used, Monte Chavez. Plus, we had pizza and soda. So they gathered a bunch of young guys, a bunch of people here in Flatbush to try to raise money for the different programs that we wanted to run, boys programs, girls programs, in the Catskills for the summer. So I went to that meeting. There were about 12 guys sitting at the table. And I got up and I said, we want to stop what happened last year. We want to give girls a healthy outlet every Matzeh Shabbos. And one of the young men that was sitting there, Big Askin, said, so how much is this going to cost us? And I said, $36,000. And he said, $36,000? How many girls, Rabbi Wallace, can you tell me that you will definitely save with running this program? And I looked at him, and I said, I really can't tell you for sure. He said, well, I'm a businessman, and you want us to invest in your program. For sure. How many girls do you know you could save? And I said, one. And he laughed. And he said, do you think that we are going to raise 36 thousand dollars to save one girl and I said if you knew the yichus of this girl you would spend the $36,000 so he said can you tell us who she is I said I don't know if I'm allowed to but maybe I could get a hector because of all the other kids I'm going to save if you raise the $36,000. So I'm going to tell you. And all these guys leaned in. What family in Flatbush? Who's he going to tell us? Who's the girl? And I turned to this young man and I said, it's your daughter. And he turned white. And all the other guys just looked at him. And I said, just kidding. And I got up and I walked out of that room. Because when it comes to raising money for Hashem's children, it has to be your daughter, not somebody else's daughter.
I was really very sick last week, as you can probably hear. Um, there was no way that I could fly to L.A., where I was supposed to be on a Eula Shabbaton. They have 150 girls, and I had made this up way before this dinner. And um, I tried every which way to get out of it. So I called Rabbi Lieberman, who's the rabbi, and I said to him on Thursday, I'm really, really sorry. I, have, I can't breathe. I'm coughing. I'm going to get on that plane. They're going to kick me off the plane right away. Just get a replacement. Get someone else to speak. And he said, Rabbi Wallerstein, we're talking about this for a very, very long time. You really have to come. I'm like, I'm really sick. And my wife is not able to travel with me, which means I'm going to be there alone, sit on a plane for six hours. I can't do it. But I'll tell you what, I'll go to the doctor knowing how strict my doctor is. And if he says I can come, I can definitely come. So I went to the doctor. I walked into his office. I coughed extra loud. I made believe I couldn't breathe. I said, there's no way you're letting me go on a plane, right? He goes, I don't know. Let's check out. Let's, let's, let's take a strep culture. Negative. Let's take a flu culture. Negative. Let's see if you have bronchitis or pneumonia. Negative. He says, listen, you have a sinus infection. You're going to suffer. Suffer here, suffer there. It's not going to make a difference. You can fly. I really didn't know what to do. And then I thought to myself, if this was my daughter's school, if my daughter was waiting for me to show up at a Shabbaton, or 150 of them were my daughters, would I show up or would I say, eh, let somebody else talk? So I got on that plane and I went to Los Angeles and it was an amazing Shabbaton. And I have to tell you that the Benossi Sroll are not just suffering in New York, but they're suffering just as much in LA. I think I slept for three hours. I sat with girls and watched them cry. I sat with girls and listened to their pain. And there was one girl who looked up at me and said, you are so not feeling well. Why are you here? And I told her, I said, because you are my daughter and I would never let my own daughter down. And she looked at me and I said, honestly, that's a lie. And she was like, what? And I'm like, you're not my daughter. You're my sister. You're God's daughter. Much bigger than me. You're God's daughter. And I definitely wouldn't let my sister down, but I definitely wouldn't let God's daughters down. Ladies and gentlemen, there are people in this room, especially the honorees tonight, the only way that a person can give their heart and soul and time to somebody else's daughter is when they're able to feel that that girl out there, I don't even know her name, is my child, is my sister. And when someone is able to do that, then there's no stopping them. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.